0: Relationship Rewind on WERU FM 89.9 Blue Hill, a show where we rewind relationships in popular media and break down behaviors that are often considered normal but are actually based in power, control, and abuse. I'm your host, Allie Williamson, she, her pronouns, the youth educator and advocate at Next Step Domestic Violence Project. Today, we'll be inviting local college student Lydia, she, her pronouns, on to talk about the TV show Grey's Anatomy, and more specifically, the relationship between Meredith Gray and Derek Shepard. If you would like to reach out to us for support or more information, please call Next Steps 24-7 and free helpline at 1-800-315-5579. Relationship Rewind uses media like movies, TV shows, books, and music as tools to recognize and start conversations about harmful and unhealthy behaviors in relationships, but this is not to pass judgment on the media we're discussing. I would like to now introduce Lydia to begin our conversation around Grey's Anatomy. So this show is all about how the relationships that we see in media like TV shows and in movies impact us as we start having our own relationships. So how do you think watching different relationships in you know that kind of setting has impacted you and the people you know while you were growing up
1: I think a lot of the media that was shown to like my friends and some of my sister's friends because we're pretty close in age um expected like they gave really unhealthy um perceptions of like men especially in relationships and just how they tend to like dominate a woman's life and like make all of her choices for her. And it's either his way or the highway. And I've seen that kind of come true in a lot of relationships in my life, whether that be my own or people that are in my life, which as I've grown up, I've been able to be like, Oh, this really isn't how it should be. And like some of the examples I sent you, like uh, Grey's Anatomy, the vampire diaries, et cetera, definitely helped enforce those kind of weird beliefs
0: watching these shows where they have relationships where there are men who are making all of the decisions for the woman that they're in the relationship with and it's being framed as like this romantic or passionate thing when really it doesn't feel good in no. your own relationships to have someone do that
1: no it kind of robs you of your own sense of self and what you want and then you become an extension of them which is not really what you want in a relationship
0: yeah, exactly like there
1: shouldn't be an
0: imbalance of like power in making these decisions you should have the equal chance to voice you know your opinions you should have the equal chance to voice your choices and to make those choices happen it shouldn't be one person is constantly making all of the decisions in the relationships and I, th- I think a lot of shows especially the show that we are going to be talking about today uh Grey's Anatomy really do reinforce that idea that that's in some way romantic for someone to kind of take control over these decisions for someone else
1: yeah absolutely
0: can you tell me a little bit about why you know you wanted to talk about Grey's Anatomy specifically
1: it was a show that I watched when I started watching when I was really really young and it was it became one of those shows that I, like if I wanted background noise I would like throw it on and so it's been that way for a while and as I've gotten older and rewatched it I've noticed some of the relationship dynamics, especially Meredith and Derek's are very like unhealthy and toxic and controlling and just not all the way that they're portrayed to be in the show, but specifically Meredith and Derek's is like the big, like since they're pushed to be the couple in the show that everybody roots for and loves and wants to have a relationship like that one day. And then you kind of get older and you're like, Oh, well that, that's actually a huge like power struggle in the relationship. And Just she's always made to feel belittled by him and to put her dreams aside for his.
0: They do have a lot of different relationships in Grey's Anatomy. I mean, it's a very long running show. There are a lot of relationships. Oh, yeah. right. And at certain points, they do kind of highlight when like controls being used in some relationships. But throughout the show in Meredith and Derek's relationship, they really do... Try very hard to frame it as like a this is such a passionate and romantic like true love kind of couple in a way Mm -hmm. that anybody watching that is going to be like yeah that's something I want because look at these elevator stairs and these romantic gestures Mm -hmm. but really there's so many examples throughout the show where you know Derek takes you know other things that are going on in his life that are really upsetting him out on Meredith or. He is really unhappy about his professional like goings on while Meredith is working on hers and he gets jealous of that or he keeps Meredith on hold while he is married to someone else but then gets upset that she is even talking to another man.
1: Yeah or like exploring her other options and that was one thing when I was trying when I was doing my rewatch before this to kind of like reorient myself in Grey's Anatomy like right from the end of season one when we meet Addison and we find out that he's been lying to her for the entire time that like he's known her in like real life that would be one of those things where you step back and you're like this person lied to me about being married for however long season one is supposed to be and I feel like that's just kind of the first red flag in that relationship that there's a very fundamental lack of honesty in that regard
0: Derek does lie a number of times to Meredith and. Then throughout the show, like especially with Addison, he is pushing for the relationship with Meredith, which their relationship to start out was already a power imbalance. He's Mm -hmm. literally her teacher, her attending, and she's an intern. And when she finds out he is her attending, she says, no, this is inappropriate. This is not professional. I'm going to have very negative impacts to my career. And that's important to me. No, I'm not going to date you. And he pursues her so heavily, regardless of what she has said that she feels. All the while, he's still married to another woman and lying to her about it.
1: Exactly. And then I I don't know if it's in season two or season three, but at one point she sleeps with George and they're very much not together at this point. And Derek calls Meredith a whore on the staircase for sleeping with George, even though they're not together. She's her own person. She's allowed to make her own decisions. It just comes down to the fact that She did something he didn't want her to do. And that's how he reacted.
0: Exactly. And he does that so frequently because if you really think about that specific situation, he is married to someone else and he has chosen that other person. But he's keeping Meredith like on the side of this where he's still flirting with her and being like, oh, we're friends like this is a friendship but mm-hmm. he's still very much flirting with her and impacting her life. And she's going through such a difficult time because she was in love with him and he chose someone else. And then when she does go and she tries to fix, you know, her broken heart. And I think that's what she says is like, you don't get to be mad at me for mm-hmm. fixing what you broke. Like, you don't get to call exactly. me these things because you're the one who caused, you know, the situation to happen. But he couldn't deal with the idea of her. Being with someone else, even though he was with someone else.
1: Exactly. Just wanting to kind of keep her on a back burner so that he had that option, but allowing her to have no other options besides this married man that she cannot have.
0: I think that's such a good example of one of the things that you see a lot of times in like TV shows and movies. How do you think watching that kind of interaction between Derek and how he's treating Meredith during that time might impact someone who's kind of seeing that while they're watching
1: it? I think, especially with younger girls, it creates a space for them to think that this dynamic in a relationship is healthy. Having somebody be bouncing back and forth between you and another girl pretty consistently and promising that like, oh, I want you more than I want them. Like, don't worry. And kind of allowing them to be gaslit by this man is in young girls' brains. is like, oh, this is acceptable, healthy. Like he wants me. He's being honest about it. When in reality, a lot of the time, if you're being told that by somebody in real life, It's more or less a mind game and not them being authentic with you.
0: It could be so confusing because when someone's words are in no way aligning with their actions, it can create this like huge conflict, impact you in such severe ways too. And I think that's exactly what he's doing to her in this situation too. Because he is simultaneously like flirting with her and telling her sweet things while still staying with Addison and trying to make his own marriage work. So he's mm-hmm. going through all of these different things emotionally, and he is really taking it out on Meredith and not even considering all how of the different negative that. impacts that will happen Yeah, how to that will in
1: turn affect her rather than figuring out his own business on his own time.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he does that so much throughout this show. I think there's one example that I'm thinking of where he finds out professionally that he has a high mortality rate because he's a surgeon. So he finds out he has like a high mortality rate And he just kind of goes off everyone's radar and she goes to check on him and he's saying really awful things to her, ends up hitting her engagement ring into the woods Mm. with a bat does whatever he can to hurt her.
1: That is the type of behavior where like, even if you love somebody, showing somebody your true colors in that form when they're that dark and is just enough for me to be like, oh, that's not what I should seek in a relationship. My partner is going to speak to me this way and use my own insecurities that I've made an effort to get past because he plays on to the fact that Meredith has always had commitment issues and uh, because of how her mom raised her and what happened with her parents and up in, at that point in the show we see Meredith like working on it and really wanting to like get married to Derek and have a life with him and then for him throw that in her face in that moment I remember thinking watching it back wow that was really rude of him
0: watching the show back there's been so many times where I'd be like I don't think I I don't think I personally could stay in that Kind of relationship because he does just finds like the things that are going to hurt her deepest and often when he's doing that it's not even about her he's not even mad at her there's something happening in his life that's you know really emotionally distressing to him but he just takes mm-hmm. it out on her like hitting that engagement ring and knowing how much that would hurt her when what he was upset about was didn't have anything
1: to do Had with nothing that. yeah didn't pertain to her at all
0: so how do you think kind of watching him take out all of those external kind of things that he is upset about on Meredith might impact someone who's seeing that
1: I think it could normalize it in a lot of ways for people which is not at all okay because that's not a healthy relationship to be like oh well this happened in this relationship I idolize so it's fine in this scenario but I also think like Meredith's If I remember correctly, Meredith was like, I'm not going to be a doormat for you or something like that. And I hope that that also would stick in the heads of women watching that who might be in a similar situation could say, I don't deserve this.
0: And I think she does do that a number of times throughout the show. I think later on in later seasons, after they've had children together and everything, they're getting into these big heated arguments because they made an agreement that he'd take kind of a step back in his career so they could have kids together. Mm -hmm. I think if I'm remembering correctly yes but then he gets an opportunity where he no longer wants to take a step back he wants to go full force ahead but he's not able to do that and that was their agreement so he starts saying just whatever he can say to to hurt Meredith in these discussions and and she does kind of you know stand up for herself and say Mm -hmm. no like this was our agreement and I'm not going to be letting you talk to me like that. Like, your career is not more important than mine. And this was the agreement. And so I think having her be able to say those things might be a good example of of being able to kind of stand up for herself.
1: Yeah, I think especially in the last season that Derek was on the show. Spoiler, if you've never watched Grey's Anatomy, um, but... Derek doesn't make it past a certain amount of seasons and the last season he was on the show they were kind of going head to head a lot about him wanting to go to DC and go back on the promise he made for Meredith and that was something that really kind of the first time I watched it too I remember being like oh because like you made her this promise of okay I'm gonna take a step back from my career and I'm gonna focus on our kids so that way you can have your time to accelerate your career and accomplish the things that you want to accomplish because I- I've already had that time. And then he gets one really good opportunity and immediately goes back on that promise and wants to hold it over Meredith's head, which I always found to be kind of icky because if that's somebody you love and you want them to do really well, you're not going to hold over their head that you made the choice to take a step back. They didn't force you to do that.
0: And she didn't force him. And I think that's a really good, like this specific example is a really good example of, The way that he sees Meredith and the power imbalance that, you know, he's viewing in their relationship, like he's giving her this opportunity. Because I think that's even what he says in the show, right? Like he says, I'm giving you this opportunity and you're wasting it. Like, what have you done? What are you doing? Pushing Mm -hmm. her to create, like do more professionally because he's not impressed and he's the one she has to prove it to since he, he took a stand down and i think that gives like a good example of like how the power imbalance carried over into their relationship where he genuinely seems to feel like you know he gave her this opportunity when she's worked her entire life to get to where she is
1: and she's worked even harder her entire life to escape having her mother's name attached to everything that she did to make her own name for herself in her career and then just to have somebody that supposedly loves you and is your soulmate belittle you that easily is definitely cause for concern
0: you know anytime he seems to feel like any of those negative emotions that that he feels like we said even if they aren't actually attached to Meredith he does do so much to belittle her and hurt her like you had mentioned she did a lot to like get away from having her mother's name being attached to everything and the way that she you know had her childhood set up between her parents and how their relationship was she worked so hard to get away from those things and and he so easily turns around and says like oh you're just like your mother so easily Mm -hmm. I think at one point tells her that she is just a terrible mother when she's worked really hard to be a great mother to her Mm -hmm. kids and he knows that's an insecurity of hers is not being a good mother he so easily pulls those insecurities out and uses them against her in arguments
1: Oh, yeah, especially him telling her that she was a lot like Ellis, her mom, when he knows how horrible her childhood was and how bad of a mother her mother was. And being her husband of however long they were together, he knows exactly how deep those wounds are going to cut. He knows that that's going to sting. And I think for him to weaponize that is a huge control tactic.
0: If you're just joining in, this is Relationship Rewind on WERU FM 89.9 Blue Hill. I'm your host, Allie Williamson, and today we have local college student Lydia on to talk about the TV show, Grey's Anatomy.
1: I think also, as we were talking about this, it kind of popped into my mind. I think because he met her as an intern and he was an attending, he kind of always expected that power dynamic to be there, of her to be underneath him in terms of like career, prestige, all the things that come along being a really respected surgeon. And then as she started to move up in the ranks, I think he started to feel very very threatened with that
0: he felt like he was losing a little bit of control as she started making her own name for herself that's not attached to him or her mother and he's concerned about that because they did start out in a way where there was such a power imbalance that you can see throughout their relationship that he does kind of try to continue holding that power imbalance by saying these awful things to her when he gets upset or you know, allowing her to take opportunities for herself.
1: As if she needs to ask permission to take right. those opportunities.
0: Right, exactly. So how do you think watching that kind of power and balance in a relationship that's so much idolized and, and is put in such like a positive light, how do you think that would impact those who are watching it while they're growing up?
1: I mean, as somebody who watched it while I was growing up, it really normalized that power imbalance to me. Having somebody who absorbs every sense of who you are and like asking permission to take opportunities or you know, those insults that are targeted and you know cut deep. For young girls like myself, it was just kind of like, oh, that's normal because you've never been in a relationship before. You don't know what's healthy and what's not. And the only way that you're going to do it is if, or recognize that that's not healthy, is if you yourself get into relationships. And unfortunately, because of the way that those relationships are portrayed and shows as big as Grey's Anatomy, a lot of young girls' first relationships end up being ones that aren't that healthy. And then you learn through experience.
0: The trick with shows like Grey's Anatomy where they're showing this relationship between Derek and Meredith is that he doesn't do it all the time. Yes. That sometimes he says the sweetest, most at like most perfect things and does these big romantic gestures to win her over and they have like the passionate or like the romantic looks across the room with each other mm-hmm. and all of this stuff that they are tacking on with all of this stuff that he says to meredith and all of these awful things that he says and does to meredith and i think that's the kind of trick is because in relationships where this kind of control does happen In real life, a lot of times it doesn't happen 100% of the time. I think if it did happen 100% of the time, maybe the relationships would not last so long. But Mm -hmm. it does happen where someone does kind of like love bomb the other person or or say a really sweet thing and remind them of how they were at the beginning. So I think that it can be kind of really confusing watching this while you're growing up and you don't really have an idea of what relationships look like because sometimes he's very very sweet Mm. and then sometimes he says things that he knows is going to hurt her the more than anything he could say
1: yeah there's an intent behind those things and he knows when to cover up for what he's done and even like when he proposed to Meredith, it was right after he had hit the ring into the woods like we talked about and then he was like oh really messed up and then proposed in a way that he knew she would love and would make up for everything that he had said to her instead of really being like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said those things to you.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like this cycle where everything is good for a while and then something happens in his life that's distressed him and he does or says something really, really hurtful to Meredith, but then immediately makes it up with a big grin, romantic gesture. And he does, um, you had mentioned, like do that right after he makes like a really big mistake. Do you remember the situation with him and Rose where he simultaneously is trying so hard to push Meredith into building this dream house that mm-hmm. she doesn't seem really ready for. She's like very hesitant to even, you know, make these kind of commitments because mm-hmm. he's lied to her so often. She doesn't really trust him. Trying to he protect doesn't...
1: herself. and Yeah,
0: exactly. He pushes her into commitment that she's obviously not ready for. And while he's doing that, while he's pushing her into this commitment that she's obviously saying that she's not ready for. And if she says she's not ready for it, he's just like, okay, well, then I'm leaving completely. Mm-hmm. Which I think there's a difference between being able to say we're at two different places mm-hmm. in our lives right now. And maybe, you know, this isn't a good relationship to have because we
1: want different things and you know weaponizing leaving holding that threat of okay then this is done for over over somebody's head if they're not necessarily on the same page as you
0: yeah exactly like there's no further conversation between them he's just like oh okay well now that you want to build the dream house with me like i'll stay and we're good yeah. but he's simultaneously while pushing her into that making out with nurses and lying just... to her about that too
1: Doing all the things that she was scared of and that were making her hesitant to build this dream house with him and then being like, well, why wouldn't you want to build this dream house with me?
0: And then turns around and blames her for it because when she does find out that he's kissed another woman, she asks him about it and he's like, well, obviously you already know. And it's because you don't trust anyone and that's our problem. And then he breaks up with her instead of having any more conversation.
1: Yeah, having an adult conversation about it.
0: Yeah, because he knows he's done the thing that was wrong here. Oh,
1: absolutely. He never really takes into consideration her childhood and the things that she saw growing up and how that would factor into how she views relationships now versus like the relationships he saw, which I think is a really long ongoing problem in the relationship is just how different the relationships they saw growing up were and how those factored into what they now perceive as love. And in order to be in a relationship with somebody who may have had a very different upbringing and say somebody grew up with divorced parents and somebody didn't, or somebody's parents cheated on them and another ones didn't. The only way a relationship between those two people is going to work is if you actually really try and sit down and understand how growing up helped shape their perception of love.
0: Having understanding between the two people in that situation is critical to be able to have a relationship that's based in, like, equality and communication, and that is not what is happening here. He doesn't really try at all to understand where she's coming from. He basically, like, he says that he is working to support her, but Mm -hmm. then his actions and then how quickly he is to push her into stuff that she's obviously not ready for and has said she's not ready for say kind of the different thing and then while he's doing all of that he's also because do you remember when she finds out about Addison Mm -hmm. and Derek tells her like Addison cheated on him and it was this big trauma in his life that's really impacted him Mm -hmm. and so he just expected her to completely drop the fact that he was lying about it and completely forgive him Mm -hmm. and that was it he just wanted her to drop it because he had that previous trauma He wanted her to be understanding of that and completely drop him lying to her about it. But then throughout the relationship that they have, he is in no way willing to accept how some of the maybe previous traumas she's had are impacting her.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think also it's important to note that like, while he may have been traumatized by Addison cheating on him with his best friend, as anyone would be that's not an excuse for how your actions after that play out. You are very responsible for those actions and you lying to your new girlfriend about still technically being married falls completely on you and not the the trauma didn't make you do it. You still at the end of the day made that decision to do it.
0: Power imbalances in relationships do not equal passion, do not equal like Love romantic or respect. Yeah, exactly. Like you need to have all of these different qualities like respect and independence and all of these other really great things to be able to be treated equally for you to treat your partner equally and to be treated equally by your partner. And that doesn't happen throughout
1: Meredith and Derek's relationship. No, No, that's, that's something I think, I think a lot of it comes down to the lack of respect that Derek has for Meredith. I think that's where most of their problems circle back to is him inevitably not respecting her and consistently viewing her as smaller, I guess, than he is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so how do you think watching that kind of level of of disrespect in their relationship growing up might impact someone?
1: I think, I think it would, when that level of respect is shown to a young girl for the first time or somebody in their first relationship, I think it dulls the response that you would normally get. Whereas if you hadn't watched Grey's Anatomy or in or any show that portrays a relationship like this and somebody speaks to you in the way that these characters speak to each other, you might initially be like, who are you? Like, why are you speaking to me like this? Like, what, who do you think you're talking to? Whereas if you've watched this glorified relationship with like Meredith and Derek speak to each other this way, and then also go through the stages of love bombing and, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, you're probably just you're more likely to write it off. I feel like
0: it's been made to look so normal, like it's in this relationship that they are saying is an ideal relationship and super romantic and passionate relationship. And if it's in that relationship, why is that note not okay to be in yeah. my relationship too? When it does not feel good to have someone disrespect you in that way, and love does not feel disrespectful and romantic romantic love and passionate love does not have to be disrespectful
1: yeah those two they don't really go hand in hand having somebody speak to you in the way that derek consistently speaks meredith and then saying i'm in love with you you're my soulmate i want to spend the rest of my life with you those two things don't mesh very well
0: i'd like to thank lydia for coming on the show today to have this conversation about meredith and derek's relationship on Grey's anatomy Join us again next month where we will be continuing this conversation and breaking down another relationship in popular media. You can also listen to our live stream or subscribe to our podcasts at WERU.org or on the WERU smartphone app. As mentioned, please call Next Steps 24-7 and free helpline at 1-800-315-5579 for more support or more information about power and control in relationships and resources available to you.